Welcome to Christian Financial Perspectives, where you're invited to gain insight, wisdom, and knowledge about how Christians integrate their faith, life, and finances with a biblical worldview. Here's your host, Christian investment advisor, financial planner, and coach, Bob Barber. Hi, Sean. Morning, Bob. I tell you what. Well, depending on when someone's listening, right? That's true. It could be <laughs> it could be uh, nighttime, right? Yeah. Um, we have had a real bear market this year. Yeah. The market just it's it's it dropped the most in the first three weeks of January. Yeah. Um, if you look at the average, um, if you if you like if you look at a growth or a moderate portfolio, it dropped about seven percent in the mm-hmm. first three weeks, and then it's dropped another six, five or six percent. Most of your indexes or moderate indexes since then, of course, if you're in growth or aggressive growth, you've dropped a lot more. Yeah. And today, we're going to continue in our series about handle how to handle these bear markets. You know, we the the last few episodes that we did, we talked about um, a Christian's response, how Christians should mm-hmm. respond, yeah. and then investing during turbulent times. And so for today, we've got questions for a down market. And down markets. These are really good questions you, you need to ask yourself during a down market like this because you don't want to let your emotions get involved. Emotions should not be a part of investing yeah. at all. And that is hard. I mean, you know, we want to make sure people either watching or listening don't think we just look at it as, well, just remove emotions. Because obviously, we know as human beings, we're we emotional have, creatures. We have emotions. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, but in the interest of what we're talking about, you're right. We, you've got to do your best to set your emotions aside and look at the facts. So today we're gonna we're gonna have a discussion about questions to ask during a down market. You know, we we had this in our last special bear market newsletter, which is yep. on our website at ChristianFinancialAdvisors.com. That's all you gotta do. Christian Financial Advisors. If you want to abbreviate the Financial Advisors, you can go Christian. FA.com right. and go to the uh, newsletter area, the, the, mm-hmm. the, the educational under articles, and That's that right. will get you to uh, the part that we're going to cover today. But it really is good to hear it through video because we're going to be discussing right. these questions. Right. You know what's interesting too, Bob, is obviously there's a lot of signs that you can look at to see if we're in a bear market, such as are the markets down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know what, what I always find interesting is we know we're definitely getting into a bear market when all of a sudden our clients start contacting us without us having to reach out to them. Uh, that's the truth, <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it? During the during the up market, um, we're, we're we're reaching out for account yep. reviews and and, and yep. updates and like. And, and if we get a response, people are like, "I'm good. I'm good. I don't need to talk to you." Well, today they want to talk with us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's our first sign. <laughs> you, you know, one of the things I want to say before we get to these questions is the only guarantee in the stock market there is a guarantee mm-hmm. that you will have ups and downs. You will have ups and downs yep. exactly, and sometimes sideways. <laughs> I remember when we had Sal that worked for us many many years ago, and you'd ask him, "So what's the stock market going to do?" And he'd always say, "Well, it's going to go up and it's going to go down." And I like that. Yeah. He was always he always had a real dry sense of humor that that I loved. And you know, this is true with anything that has a value. I mean, you you look at yeah. real estate, bonds, precious metals like gold and silver, commodities, any kind of collectible. Yeah. The the one thing about it's not the, just the stock market. But the one thing about the stock market is you're getting a you're getting an appraisal every second of the day. Yeah. I was talking with a, a, a client. That's an interesting way to look yeah. at it. Well, yeah. we, you think about real estate. 
unless you go get an appraisal every single day or every week, which you couldn't do, you really don't understand when the value of that real estate is dropping, which right now people yeah. don't understand it. It's dropping yep. because of in the interest rate increases. And I would invite you to go back and listen to the program we made. Gosh, back, was it last year we made that? Or I think. I think mm. it, was, it was about investing in real estate right now and should you and because yeah. we covered the interest rates. It's been within the last six months. I and, know that. And it was, I, it was amazing to me that we the things we were predicting are now happening with the interest rates going up. And, and Well, the, the craziest part was, you know, you had talked about the math of what if interest rates go from an average of 3% to 4% and yet we've gone from 3% to almost 6 Yeah. And, and now the analysts are predicting, I mean, we're within the next, what, the next year or two, I mean, we're talking about easily being at 7%. You, you, think, As you, you think the stock market's dropping. <clears throat> yeah. you, you look at the purchasing power of the average person that buys a home, which I looked at, the National Association of Realtors just came out with an article about two weeks ago that said that 87% of the buyers in the last two years have financed. 87%. Wow. Okay. So that's... 87% of your market now has purchasing power that's half of what it was. Yeah. So, yeah. so let's get into okay. the questions. Yeah. All right, so we, we got seven questions that we're gonna be talking about. And I think this first question is really important when you're when you're thinking about when you're in a bear market and how yeah. you're invested. When you're in that downward trend. Right, and I believe that everybody should have a diversified portfolio. So the question you gotta ask yourself, is if you have a diversified portfolio, are you gonna need all of it in the next one to three years? And why do I say one to three years? So what you're saying is, are you going to need to effectively withdraw Every and bit. actually spend all of that money in the portfolio over the next one to three years? Exactly. Okay, so I'm assuming you're saying that one to three years because of the, the time that typically it takes for us to get through a bear market. That's Since correct. the average bear market is over the last, what, 73 years? It's the average about bear it'll, 13, 11 to 12 months? 11 to 13 months okay. to be exact. Yeah. Okay. So people get panicky when the markets drop over a four or five or six month period. Mm -hmm. But if they have a diversified portfolio, and what I mean by diversified, if they've got bonds and then they've got stocks and then they've got cash, and then they've got real estate, and they're they're yeah. diversified over a lot of different things. You, unless you need all of that in the next average bear market of eleven yeah. to thirteen months, and, and sometimes bear markets can go two or three years. But unless you need yeah. all of that, there's really no reason to panic because you can pull from. Usually, there's a side that you can pull from that is not down while you're waiting for the other side to come up. Right. So so right. if you have your if you have your bonds and then you have your cash and you have your stocks, just don't touch the stock part of the, of the diversified right. portfolio. Now, if you're in 100% stocks and the stock market's down and you're needing money, that's, yeah, that's you, you're diversified wrong. That, that is that, absolutely that, correct. That is not a good, that is not a good plan, but that's a strong first question. Yep. Yeah. And it, I'm at peace about this because I'm very diversified. I've got enough easily the last, one to three years, right? And as and, far as your income needs to take to take exactly, off of that, exactly, right? Exactly. So, so, so you practice what you preach, Bob? I do, <laughs> and that, with that which that takes us just to the second question: Do you have enough in cash and bonds to live on while waiting for the rebound portion of your stock portfolio to come back? 
Gotcha. And okay. It, and it helps with some, if, like if you have a balanced portfolio, you'll see that whole thing down. Sometimes it helps, and you've seen me do this, mm -hmm. is that we will separate that portfolio. Right. Create a, create a second account if there isn't already an account that right. we can move it to, but create a separate account that is the same kind. So if you have an IRA, we have another IRA. And that way uh, our clients can easily see, okay, account number one, two, three, four is our stock portion. And account number one, two, three, five is our bonds and, right. our, and our cash. So you separate it completely yeah. out. It, because within a balanced or a moderate portfolio, you've got a part of it that is stocks and a part of it that is bonds and fixed income. Right. So when you right. see the whole, when you see it going down, you're thinking it's all going down. Right. It's a little harder to kind of to separate that out and see. Okay, well, how how have the how have the bonds, the fixed income, the cash, how have they been doing versus the stock portion when, when it's in that one account? And while interest rates have risen, we, while we've had some downturn in bonds, it's been nothing like stocks. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, three or four percent, nothing like the. 15, 20, I mean, you'll yeah. see some of these stocks come out and they'll be down 25% in one day. And a, and, yeah. a, and a lot of that has happened. There is that uh, streaming streaming service that has a, a red letter and a black background usually, not gonna mention any names, that has dropped a, a little bit over oh, the, my the last goodness. six yeah. months, yeah. like 50%. <laughs> mm -hmm. it, yeah. A lot, yeah. a whole lot. As we've come out of the pandemic and people are not going to sit around and watch TV anymore, thank goodness. <clears throat> yep. And there's a lot more competition. But anyway, that's a different, different topic. <laughs> so the first question, do you have a diversified portfolio? Second, do you have enough in cash and bonds? Third question, are you smart enough to perfectly time the market by getting out at the perfect time and getting back in at the perfect time? How many times I say perfect in there? Well, I think times. you're trying to drive a point. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, if you, if you look at the charts and uh, we have a chart that we need to yeah we'll, put we'll, up we'll include the chart okay. if you're listening you'll have to go to our, our website to check yeah, it to out but it. if you're watching it we'll put it up on screen but but you're talking about the chart over the last you know 70 plus years well I'm talking about the one that's in the last 15 to 20 years of where you if you just miss the three oh, right, to right. five days and and how the returns mm -hmm. in a in a all stock portfolio, right? How the returns in a, an all stock portfolio go from like an average of ten percent down to five percent by missing just five to ten of the up days because the up days yeah. you never know when they're going to hit. Yeah, and then the next missing the next five to ten of the up days, your return goes from ten down to one percent. Yeah, so it's really yeah. important that you're there because markets move fast and what people will do is the markets will be down and they'll say I want to get out and then they'll say well I want to get back in after it's recovered and you've missed those days yeah you've missed a huge percentage of the potential comeback next question is if you have a well diversified portfolio do you believe that people are going to quit using things like technology no. Healthcare, no medicine, utilities, gas, transportation, food, shelter, clothing. No, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I'm still putting gas in my car as expensive yeah. as it is right now. Yeah, because we have to. I'm, we're we're using technology right now to record, and and we've got our Google Apps here that we're you know getting yeah. you know staying with our outline. I, you, we're using utilities. We got the lights on. Um, got our clothes on. Thank yeah. goodness. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's a very different. We got podcast. our drinks. I, I had a good breakfast this morning. You know that that's the normal thing. The things mm -hmm. that we use. If you're invested 
in those companies, do you believe they're just going to completely go away because it's no. a bear market? No. And, and I guess what you got to, another way to look at that, yes, the price, the stock price of those companies, it, it may have fluctuated, but are they real? Are they going to go to zero? Are they going to completely go out of business? Like for these like critical industries? No. Yeah. Like it, it's it's a it's a bear market. You look at the bear market. You look at the bull markets. Your bull market lasts multiple years mm-hmm. on average, typically, mm-hmm. and your bear market lasts about a year. It's just it's just math. You know, it, it, it we've said that one before. We we have. <laughs> but but um, yeah, this is so important to know in in a in a down market like we're in and in, in this bear market and. Question number five. Go ahead, Sean. Will I allow short-term thinking to get in the way of long-term success? That's a good one. Need I say more? Well, you can. I mean, we are describing the questions (laughs) right now. (laughs) Well, it it is. People get caught up in just the time. And and for some reason. The last six months, what's been going on? Or the last three months. Yeah. And I think it's different this time. Mm -hmm. And we talked about that a little bit on the last podcast yeah. video that we did. It's not different this time. But yet everybody thinks that. Every single time yep. there's been a downturn, people think it's different this time. And yet so far, 100% of the time, it's not been different this time. <laughs> what? I mean, I like that. And, and 100% of the time it's it has been a few been. years since yeah. Solomon said it originally, yeah. but he he did say at one point in the Bible that there's nothing new under the sun. Mm-hmm. So if he said it however many thousands of years ago, it's still true. I'm so I glad we, we, one of our classmates, they listened to the podcast because they said that yesterday. There's nothing new under the sun. I'm not worried about it right yep. now. And, and also they said, I'm not, I'm not watching the news all day long. Yeah. I'm living a life. Well, especially <laughs> most of your major news, it's, it's, not, it's not news. Like, I mean, they, have the, they have the word news in it, but if you look at them, they're entertainment companies. Yeah, that's right. Their goal isn't to... To accurately portray what's going on or what you should or shouldn't be scared about, it's they want to get you to come back after the commercial break. Mm-hmm. You know, they they want to get you to tune in and, and freak out and buy the supplements. <laughs> I, I noticed another thing from watching the uh, entertainment channels for so yeah. long, the new entertainment yeah. news channels, especially. I'm not going to name the channel, but just the major financial channel. Okay, they have the, they had this little bank of. Bear advisors and bull yep. advisors, yep. and and when the bear market's happening, they go get all their guys. It's it's, it's yeah. doomsday. It's the end of time. But you know, yeah. and, and they play on those emotions. And then when it then the market starts to turn back, they'll go get get their their bull advisors, yeah. their, their advisors that are positive. So they have their negative and yep. their positive. Yep. And it's amazing how they play that game. Yeah, they do it over. Well, and if out. the markets are going down, let's bring our our negative Nellies on. Yeah, you know, let's bring yeah. the bear market guys yeah. on. Yeah, and then vice versa. If it's going up, oh, it's Gonna go nothing but up from here, you know. And it's always the market plunged or the market yeah. skyrocketed. Yeah, <laughs> it plunged. It went down four percent, or it went down three percent, or two percent. Plunge would sound like you're you're yeah. off, <laughs> off the cliff. <laughs> when the markets are down, this is question number six, and this is so. This is my. You know, this is my number one thing. Yep. Number one, when the markets are down. I look at it as a buying opportunity instead of a selling one. Yep. Sean, it amazes me that over and over, everybody wants to buy everything on sale. They, if you if you go to yep. Walmart or Target or Costco or Sam's Club or you know wherever, you, you want to buy it when it's on sale. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like the day after Thanksgiving, everybody wants to buy everything on sale. 
Yeah, when you see all those clearance signs, you know, or 25% discount or buy buy three, get one free. You have all this stuff that's like, oh, it's a great deal. Look at how much money I saved. But yet, I have a feeling like when get some stock market, people do the exact opposite. When they want to buy low. Yeah. They want to sell high. And yet the majority of, you know, investors, in, investors consumers, they, they end up doing the opposite. They buy high. Yep. And they sell low. And they sell low in the panic. Exactly the opposite. So look at this right now during a bear market as a buying opportunity. A buying opportunity. So if you do have capital set aside, you do have something that has been more conservative. If anything, I mean, just start dollar cost averaging into the, into the equities, into the market, because the more you do that now, the more of a buying opportunity you have. And do we know we're at a bottom? No, we don't. Well, no, we no. can't predict anything here. No. I mean, but it's already, I mean, just again, just look at the last six months or so. I mean, just compared to the last six months, how much of a discount are we already at in general? Yeah. yeah. I mean, everything's at a discount. Yeah, you might get a little bit more of a discount, but you know, you don't need to wait for the Memorial Day sale. Like just, <laughs> you know, it's already 20% off or 30% yeah. off. Which takes us to our last question yep. of the day. Go Do great investors like Warren Buffett go with the crowd and run away from the markets when they're correcting or buy stocks at lower prices? And I guess he would be considered probably the most famous person to date as far as what's considered a contrarian investor, he, which he is, is exactly what you were talking about on question number six, where when the majority of people think it's going to go nowhere but up from here, mm -hmm. that's when a contrarian investor says, I should probably sell off some of my positions because if everybody thinks it's going nowhere but up, up right, it's probably about to have a correction. But everybody wants to buy, 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 yeah. sell. When everybody wants to sell, sell, and sell, now, buy. Everybody's panicking. Everybody mm -hmm. thinks it's you know you've got all the bear the bear analysts that are coming onto the news channels and and talking about how it's going to just continue to plunge from here. Okay, well that's a good indication that even if you don't move everything in, maybe you should start making some purchases, you know, each each month and, and start moving in because it's already at a discount and you, you go against what most people are doing. You know, the thing is we're at the end of, to, of today's um, video podcast. One of the things I, I like to do is we've been going out to eat a lot lately because of the pinup demand from COVID. Yeah. I've noticed every restaurant's full to the to the brink as we're making this it's right before memorial day and they were saying that the airports are just packed it doesn't look like we're in a recession no not really so so my why they may say that and they love to talk about that look around are people still driving their cars or are they still going out to eat are they still going to the grocery store are they still using technology are you getting stuck in traffic on your way to work and back or going yeah. to going to the movie or restaurant <laughs> yeah exactly so i hope i hope this has helped you about questions to ask during a, a bear market and if you have any questions we we'd love to answer them yeah well you yeah. know the lord the lord doesn't give us a, a spirit of fear but you know of sound mind gives us a, one of sound mind yeah that's right so you can call or text us at 830-609-6986 during business hours and uh check you can check out our podcast episodes on our website at christianfinancialpodcast.com or you can search for Christian Financial Perspectives. Thank you and God bless. We invite you to listen to all of our past episodes covering many financial topics from a Christian perspective. To make sure you don't miss any of Bob's upcoming episodes, you can subscribe to Christian Financial Perspectives on iTunes, 
Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Amazon Music. To learn more about integrating your faith with your finances, visit ChristianFinancialAdvisors.com or call 830-609-6986. Investment advisory services offered through Christian Investment Advisors, Inc., DBA Christian Financial Advisors, also known as Christian Financial Advisors Management Group, a registered investment advisor. Comments from today's show are for informational purposes only and not to be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any company that may have been mentioned or discussed. The opinions expressed are solely those of the host, Bob Barber, and his guests. Bob does not provide tax advice and encourages you to seek guidance from a tax professional. While Christian Investment Advisors believes the information to be accurate and reliable, we do not claim or have responsibility for its completeness, accuracy, or reliability.